Thank you for tuning in to the Springs Church Podcast. Here, you'll find messages that are powerful, inspiring, but most importantly, straight from the Word of God. If you're located near Tacoa, Georgia, or in Tacoa, Georgia, we'd love to see you on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Enjoy today's message, and remember, we love you, Tacoa. This morning to Matthew 17, verse 6, 14, 17, 19, 20. Hopefully I got my verses right. You see, Jesus heals a demon-possessed boy. He said, when they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. He said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizure and suffering greatly. He often fails into the fire or into the water. I brought, him, I brought him to your disciple, but they could not heal him. And Jesus seems like he kind of wasn't happy with that situation. That was a harsh response. He said, you unbelieve in perverse generation. Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long should I put up with you? It's like he's, he's, he's not happy. He's not happy. If you, you know, people portray Jesus as, you know, that little Jesus with long hair, very feminine. No, that's not the Jesus of the Bible. You know. Um, he said, you, you don't believe in perfect generation. That was harsh. Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon. And he came out the boy, and he was healed at that moment. Then the disciple came to Jesus in private and asked, what embarrassment, you know, after somebody embarrassed you like that. You know, if I embarrass one of the staff, the Bobby pastor, can I see you after service, you know? <laughs> you were kind of harsh before for everybody. You know, I think that's what happened to the, to the disciple. They were embarrassed because Jesus, Jesus blasted them for everybody. And the, the disciple came to Jesus and probably asked, why, could, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, because you have so little faith. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning. Surely I tell you, if you have faith as a small, as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it, it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Let's bow. If I am asking right now, to fill me with your presence right now. We bind any distraction, any hindrances right now. Holy Spirit, we ask you right now, take over, Lord. Help us. Help us. The devil don't want us to hear this message. Don't want us to hear it, Lord. I'm asking to fill me right now with your presence. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you right now. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bring him unto, bring the ball unto me, you perverse generation. That's how Jesus replied to them. He said, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I pull up with this lack of faith? Watch that word. He said, with your lack of faith. It seems like Jesus is frustrated with those people. It seems like those disciples should have known better. It seems like that they should, they should after a long time they've been with Jesus after a long time, they see the miracle that he has done. It seems like God wanted him to fix that problem. 
and God wanted him to have faith. Jesus wanted him to, wanted those disciples to have faith. And that's why he was frustrated with them. You see, God wants us to believe him. God wants us to have faith. He wants us to have faith. He wants us to believe. God wants us to, to believe that he's capable and nothing is impossible for him. He wants us to believe that. And when we don't believe that he's able, he's capable of doing some stuff, not some stuff, everything, God's frustrated with us. He's not happy. And that's what we see here. God doesn't want us to put limitation on him. And, uh, and doing this fast, because fast, we pray, and the reason we pray, a lot of us not going to receive anything, is because we're putting limitation on God. And God, doesn't, and God seems like he's frustrated when we don't believe in his word, we don't believe in his promises, when we don't believe what he says, when we don't believe in his word. God doesn't, doesn't, not, doesn't, doesn't want us to put limitation on him because he said, don't compare me with men, I'm God. And some of us, because you have a, you have a past, your father let you down and, and, and you went, people let you down. And sometimes you project the way you see men as God, like God is going to lie, he's not going to keep his promises. Because you, you try to portray, you try to project your experience on God. But God doesn't want you to put that limitation on him. And when you put limitation on him, God's not going to violate that because he's, he's only going to move according to your faith. That's how God works. Watch this verse. Watch Matthew 13, 58. Listen to this. Watch this. He said, and he did not do many miracles there because of what? We're talking about Jesus. We're talking about he's all powerful. He's all, he's God in the flesh. But he could not do miracle in a place because people didn't, people didn't believe it. People said, no, I don't think this thing can happen. God said, okay. He's not going to violate that principle. The way you see God, that's, how, that's what you're going to get. God's not going to violate that principle. That's why you can go to a church for 20, 30 years. You'll never see somebody get healed because the church doesn't believe in the healing power. It doesn't mean they're not going to heaven. They are safe. But because the foundational doctrine, the way they see God, nobody will be ever get delivered because they don't believe God can deliver people. Let's put the next verse. Let's put the next verse. This is the next verse. You guys talking with me? <laughs> he was amazed. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. It's two times Jesus amazed in the Bible. He said he was amazed with the lack of unbelief. He was amazed with the when somebody has faith. He said he was amazed at their lack of what? Let's put the next verse. He replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? It seems that Jesus, God, wants us to have faith. He doesn't want us to put limitation on him. Unbelief when you don't have faith, it's, repulse, it's repulsive to God. God said, no, I can't, I can't be around that. When you, when you don't have faith, it, 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 God, God doesn't want to be approached that. He said, no, I, you don't have faith, I'm, I'm out of here. It's, it's repulsive. This is what it says, Hebrew 11 verse 6, he said, but without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. And that he rewards 
who earnestly seek him. If I, if I, if I, if I rephrase this passage, this is what it means. He said, without faith, but without faith, when you don't have faith, it displeases God. When you, when you don't have faith, it's offensive to God. When you don't have faith, it's unpleasant to God. When you don't believe God, it's distasteful. When you don't have faith, it's unattractive to God. When you don't have faith, it's disheartening. It's a, it breaks God's heart. He said, man, you remember the, 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 the 12 pie guy said, it's that's, they, went to the, they, went, they went to the promised land, they saw the giants. And God, and God said, that's what you want? You said you can't do it? I said I was going to do it. You don't believe? Okay, you're going to have what you said. He said, you bring your evil report? So whatever you say, that's what's going to happen. When you don't have faith, it's unpleasurable. God doesn't, it, it offends God because God said you're putting me into your category. You're telling me that I can't do this. Remember who I am. I'm God. But without faith, it's impossible to God. It's impossible to walk with God and please him. You can't walk with God. You can't, especially during this time of fast, if you don't have faith. You know, you can pray. A lot of people pray, but they don't have faith. They don't believe God's going to answer. You pray, yeah, a lot of us are fasting, but they don't believe what they write down. That prayer request, I say, okay, it's just going to be another year again. I pray for this. God's not going to move, okay? But they just do it because it's a religious thing. I'm talking to myself, too. So I'm not putting you down. I'm talking to myself because I was self-doubt. I said, man, God, can you do it? And I'm, 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 I'm telling you, a lot of us write things down during this fast. We say, God, I believe you can do this. And then deep inside of your heart, you don't believe God's going to do it. Yeah, you write it down, but deep in your heart, you say, nah, that thing's too big. God cannot do this. You project your limitation on God. Yeah, that problem is so big. There's no way God can fix that. And your subconscious, you know that's true. What type of faith that moves God? The first type of faith that moves God is a faith that believes God's going to move. Some of us don't believe God will answer, but... The first, the type of faith that's gonna move, that's gonna move God, is a faith that you believe God will move, God will answer prayer, God will answer your prayer. When you write it down, you believe, you believe that God is capable. He's, he has the power, He's omniscient, He's all, all, all powerful. He, that He can do it. You see, there are several type of faith in the Bible. There's faith of demons. There's small faith. There's little. There's big faith. There's small faith. What is the faith of demons? What's, 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 what's the faith of demons? A faith, demons' faith is. Is and, and that's how that's where the world is, is, in, is in that section. Faith of demons, you believe God exists, you believe God is powerful, but you don't want to serve Him. That's faith of demons because the Bible says demons believe and they're afraid. A lot of people believe God, they don't go to church. I mean, I believe God, but I'm not serving. That's a faith of demons. The, faith, the second faith is the faith of a child, which is believe God for everything. Nothing is impossible for God. It's like Asher. Now, he's into dinosaurs right now. If I tell Asher, I go downstairs, I say, Asher, after the service, daddy's going to come and bring you outside. I will have a T-Rex outside in a chain in the parking lot. Asher will not even doubt. You see, you see the faithful smile? He will not doubt because he believes his father. 
he believed his father is capable you know doing class he probably came out and said i'm gonna see a tire a t-rex a t-rex t-rex after service <laughs> are you getting this this morning that's a faith of a, of a child there's no limit on that faith and that's the kind of faith god is looking this morning that said, God, nothing is impossible because you're my father and I know you're capable of doing it. The small faith, which is that's where most of us, the American church, are, us, us, including me, we believe God for salvation. We believe God, we're going to heaven. But we don't believe that God can heal. That's where the 99% of the modern day 21st century because we adopt the Epicurean philosophy. If we don't see it, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. And that's what most of the church and most of us believe. Yeah, we believe God and they believe God. We believe God for salvation. But we don't believe God can heal. We don't believe that God can bless us. We don't believe God can bring that, can, can break that addiction over people. We don't believe God can turn somebody's life around. We just say, hey, you know, that's all we need. You know, let me have my little church. I'm good to go. That's it. And God's okay with that too. Because the way you see him, remember, God will not violate the way you see him. He's only going to move in the parameters that you put him. He will not violate that. Oh, somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. That's the kind of faith God is looking this morning. Obedient faith, that's, that's another faith God is looking this morning. Obedient faith, what is that? This is Luke 17, verse 14. He said, he looked at the, the lepers. He says, he said, when you pay attention when you read the Bible. He, Jesus prayed for, the, prayed for the lepers. He prayed for them. And nothing happened. Let's read the scripture together. Hallelujah. I just feel the presence of God here. Come and raise your hand right now. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Oh, I feel the presence of God right now in Jesus' name. Oh, I, I feel faith is rising up. Wherever you sick right now, put your hand wherever you sick right now. Something just shift in the room. You feel this? Oh, yes. Believe for somebody right now. Believe for somebody right now. If you're not sick, believe for somebody else right now. Say their name. Say their name. Say their name. Lord, we pray for Shana. We pray for anybody that's sick right now in Jesus' name. Oh, yes. We pray for someone now, not anybody that's sick right now. Believe, believe God, believe God, believe God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Too good to not believe. Oh, let's sing that song right now. I believe you're the wonder-working God. You're the wonder-working God. All the miracles I've seen. You're too good to not believe. Come on, come on. I feel something. You heal because you love. Oh, the miracles we'll see. You're too good to not believe. To not believe. Too good to not believe. After everything I've seen. You're too good to not believe, too good to not believe, too good to not believe. After everything I've seen, 
And I've seen cancer disappear I've seen metal plates dissolve Don't you tell me he can't do it Don't you tell me he can't do it Seen real life resurrection I've seen mental health restored Don't you tell me he can't do it Don't you tell me he can't do it I've seen families reunited I've seen prodigals return Yes, I know that he can do it Yes, I know that he can do it I've seen troubled souls delivered I've seen addicts finally free Yes, I know that he can do it Yes, I know that he can do it And we'll see cities in revival And salvation flood the streets Yes, I know that he can do it Yes, I know that he can do it We'll see glory fill the nations Like the world has never seen Yes, I know that he can do it Yes, I know that he We're not done yet. We're not done yet. Oh, I feel faith is in this place. Oh, I feel faith in this house. I feel faith in this house. Oh, believe this morning. I said, believe this morning. I said, believe this morning. Because Jesus said, yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, somebody say amen. Oh, somebody say amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Let's go to that verse. Let's go to that verse. Obedient faith. Obedient faith. Let's go. Let's go to obedient faith. He said, he looked at them and said, go show yourself to the priest. You know, they're still sick. They still don't feel good. Their body's still falling apart. Because when you have leprosies, you don't have, you don't have, you don't have hands. Half your ears fall out. You know, you don't have no sensitive. Half your body, half your ears, your nose out. Half your ears, you disfigured. You look like a beast. You look like a monster. And you smell. You got pus coming out of your body. You have to hide. You have to have a you have to have a bell to ring because you 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 stink. You inf- you you you're infection. You know you know you're supposed to be in quarantine. And Jesus said you heal, and but they still look the same. But the walk of faith, the obedience of faith. And what? Hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! And he goes, because while they're walking, you know, because they were still sick, you know, probably they, he started walking like that, you know. He said, I'm, I'm still sick. I don't feel good. I know you say I'm healed, but I don't feel good, you know, because they're still crippled, because they lost all of that. And then the next two, three minutes, something started happening. That's the walk of faith. That's the walk of faith. They keep walking because you say you need to walk. Because sometimes you may not see it. God may give you a word. Things may look bad. Oh, hallelujah. Things may look bad. But I'm going to keep walking. Oh, hallelujah. The walk of faith. While they're walking, you know, he's walking slow. He's walking slow. He smells. And next thing I you know, the, the hands start, start coming down. The hands start coming back. Oh, hallelujah. The ears start going back because he's, oh, he's almighty God. He's the creator of the universe. He can recreate the in your life. Oh, I want to tell you this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Whatever part that is missing in your life, whatever missing part that you have in your body, 
I want to tell you this morning, we serve a God. I said we serve a God. Oh, that is able to recreate whatever you are missing this morning. Are you missing joy? He can give you joy. Do you need healing? He can give you healing. If you're missing part of everybody right now, he can give you a new part. Oh, somebody say amen. Oh, somebody say amen. Oh, hallelujah. That's the kind of faith that pleased God. That's the kind of faith that pleased God. Obedient faith. Another faith that pleased God. You know, it's a faith that has no fear. A lot of people are afraid to ask God questions. They're afraid to ask God for things because they're afraid. I'm not going to go to God to that. This problem is too huge. You see, fear will hold you back to receive from God. Some of us are afraid to ask God for healing because I, I, God's, I don't think you can heal that. I don't think you can fix that problem. So basically, you don't pray for it. Here we go again. You put God in a category. You say, nah. In that situation, I am, I'm going to figure it out myself. Because that, 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 that situation is so huge. Let me deal it on my own. Your fear will hold you back to ask God for things. But the faith that pleased God has no fear. The centurion that, the dude that, 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 that those people paralyzed, that was a big problem. He had the servant paralyzed. Let's put that verse. When Jesus entered Capernaum, because that's a big problem. A centurion, a centurion, centurion, sorry, I speak French. I have an accent, don't judge me. That's a, that's a French word that's hard for me to say it in English. I'm going to say it in French, okay? A centurion, a centurion came and plead with him, Lord, my servant lies at home paralyzed. You see, that's where most of us stop. Because that situation, me, I'm looking in the flesh, I said, man, okay, let's just, okay, it is what it is. Oh, oh, you see, they have faith, they have faith, they never struggle with that. How many of us accept things and say, it is what it is, I'm just going to live with that? Lord, help us. Oh, Lord, one more reason, Lord, help us. I struggle with that too, church. I'm just being honest. I'm not preaching, I'm preaching to myself too. How many situations say, man, this situation, I'm just going to let it go how it is. I'm just not going to pray about it because when I look at the case with my natural eyes, it's too forgotten. Ah, I'm just going to accept it. That's how my life's going to be. That's how my kids going to be. That's how this marriage is going to be. That's how this sickness, this sickness is going to be because that's just the way the world functions. That's the way it is. This probably is too big. You're paralyzed. 
me, if I was in the situation, yeah, we'll just accept it. Just pay somebody to take care. He had money. He, he could have, he said, let's just pay somebody to take care of that person. Let's put the next verse. Let's put the next verse. Let's put the other lady. Try it with me. You see, the lady with the issue of blood, same issues. Remember? For 12 years, she's dealing with that situation. Twelve years and pain, twelve years taking Percocet and smell because blood is smelly. And in those days, there were no type of deodorant you can buy at Walmart that cover every smell. They didn't have Fabuloso. Fabulous will cover every smell, right? <laughs> when, 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 when Asher dropped those bum diapers, <laughs> Fabulous will come to the rescue. <laughs> Twelve years and the smell went to every doctor in the natural. And my mindset in the natural, I would say, this is okay. It is what it is. It is, that's the case. Let's just learn how to live with that. But the faith that pleased God is the faith that says, I know what the world says. I know what my body says. I know with every logic, with everything, scientifically, everything in my own mind, this case But the faith that pleased God is the faith that I'm not afraid of that situation. I'm not afraid to bring that problem to God. That father was not afraid to bring the son who have seizure to bring it to God. That's the type of faith God is looking this morning. Oh, somebody say amen. That's the type of faith God is looking this morning. That's the type of faith. It's a faith that's not afraid to ask. It's afraid that it's not afraid to ask for, for big things. Oh, it's a faith, it's a faith that it's a faith that 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 is not afraid to, to ask God because they, 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 they know we know in the heart that God is able to answer that prayer. You know there are different hospitals. There are different hospitals. Some hospitals are not capable or suitable to fix certain problems. You get into an accident, they say fly them to Charleston or take them to Atlanta, take them to Emory. Especially the local, I'm not doing shades on any hospital in town. There was an hospital in Winder. <laughs> True story. I know that guy, he's a friend. He went to that hospital and the guy messed up the surgery bad. They, they touched the part they were supposed to do surgery on the other side. True story. <laughs> If you sick, don't go to that place. I think somebody bought they bought them. <laughs> they bought them out. It was in Winder. Lord help Winder. <laughs> oh, where was that? Okay, there's some hospital that, that are not suitable to fix a problem. If an accident happened, they said, take them to Atlanta, take them to Charleston, because our case, we don't have enough tools or enough expertise or enough doctors who has high level 
of degrees to fix the problem. But we serve a God, the great physician. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say amen. And I want to tell you that Jesus is well suitable to fix whatever you have. Oh, hallelujah. He's well suitable to fix the problem in your marriage. He's well suitable to fix the problem in your body. He's well suitable to take that kid who's running away from God. And God said, hey, hey, you need to come back home while they're sleeping. And God touched their heart because he's well suitable to answer every need, every problem, every sickness. Oh, oh, hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Oh, hallelujah. He's well suitable to heal that anxiety in your life. He's well suitable to heal you from that depression. He's well suitable to deliver you from that demon, that demon that's bothering you. He's well suitable because at the name of Jesus, every knee, not some knee, 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 will bow down. Oh, somebody say amen. Oh, somebody say amen. Oh, somebody say amen. I feel Jesus in this house. Oh, he's here this morning. Oh, he's here this morning. He's well suitable to answer your problem. We're not serving a dead God, a little God, a little God with a G. You know, we're not serving a God. That a guy take, went and take a couple of muds and create a little statue. We're not serving a saint. We're not serving Peter. We're not praying to Peter. We're not praying to Mary. Oh, I know some of you call pray for Mary. You're not praying to Mary. You're praying to a demon. If you didn't know that, let's put the camera on me. Jenny got put the camera on me. Let me talk. Let me talk. They might delete me on Facebook. But if you are praying to Mary, Mary cannot answer your problem. Mary is a human being. Mary did not die for you. Mary doesn't have any power. There's only one name that can save you. There's only one name that can redeem you. There's only one name that can heal you. And that name is not Peter. And that name is not Andrew. That name is not Allah. That name is not Confucius. His name, I said his name. I said his name is Jesus. Oh, I said his name is Jesus this morning. Oh, hallelujah. When I start talking about his name, I go crazy. Oh, when I talk about the name of Jesus, I go wild. Because I have a reason to praise it. I have a reason to worship it. Oh, I feel it all over my body this morning. Oh, somebody say it. When I think, you know, so when I think about the Lord, how He saved me, how He raised me, how He filled me with the Holy Ghost, how He healed me to the uttermost. When I think about the Lord, how He picked me up and turned me around, how He set my feet. On solid ground 
It makes me wanna shout Hallelujah Thank you Jesus Lord you're worthy Of all the glory And all the honor And all the praise It makes me wanna shout Hallelujah Thank you Jesus Lord you're worthy Of all the glory And all the honor And all the praise Let's sit down Sit down. I'm not finished yet. How much time I have left? All right, I finished in 10 minutes. Oh, yes. Oh, I feel the presence of God in this house. I don't know about you. I'm sorry. No, we don't apologize. We, we go crazy hard after God because I'm sick of dead, religious, backslidden, sugar, cotton, candy. Winnie the Pooh, Disney Plus, church, out of church, when I go in it, when I step in it, I can feel the presence of God, they're not afraid to dance, they're not afraid to shout, they're not afraid to sing hallelujah, because he's this, he deserves everything, oh somebody say amen, somebody say amen, somebody say amen this morning, Oh, I'm getting blessed too. The reason I'm taking pause, I'm chewing. You know, when you meditate, you don't rush. You know, when sometimes I'm reading the verse in the morning, I know it's church, I have to keep, I have to stay, you know, I have to watch. But sometimes when I'm doing my devotion, I find something, man. I just say, man, because sometimes I'm chewing. I'm edifying myself. When, when you see me taking pause like that, I'm not doing it for you. I'm edifying myself because I need faith too. Oh, somebody say amen. I'm building God for great things too. Oh, that's why when I take praise and I worship, because I'm, I'm building my faith. Oh, somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. The faith that pleases him is a faith that speaks. Your problem that you're facing this morning is an opportunity for God's glory in your life. The, the issue you're facing this morning, you're a candidate for God's power. You see, the faith, when you have faith, you have to speak. That's why you said, speak to the mountain. You can't say you have faith, you don't talk about it. Sometimes people think because you have faith, you're arrogant. It's not arrogant. It's not prideful. Much less, let's, let's go to the Bible. Because everything we do, we do with scripture. By the way, I went to, to I grew up Pentecostal. I went to to Baptist seminary. So I'm well balanced. <laughs> we're not crazy, we're not too dust, we're not into gold dust. Disclaimer, we don't do that here. We into the Holy Spirit, we into the Word. We have both. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory. All right, let's go back. The type of faith that God is looking for in this fast is the faith that speaks. Because when you believe, you speak. Let's put, let's, let's put 1 Samuel 17, 45. David said, what did, uh, uh, when David stand for the giant and Goliath is running his mouth, Goliath called him dogs if you didn't know that. The enemy is, is very tactical. Before you attack him, he starts talking junk into your head. That's the first tactic. 
you might, you might go out. He said, send me somebody. You guys are no good. Send me somebody. Send me somebody. And then when he saw David, he said, David, you're a dog. Am I a dog? You know, that's, he's, he's, and, he, and he called his guards um, um, to help him. Because Goliath was very demonic. He was doing his witchcraft stuff. You read the passage. He was, a, he, was, he was calling his spirits. But David, watch this, because you don't rush to the verse. Read it slow. But David what? David did what? David did what? Let's put the next verse. Because you can't say you believe and you don't speak. Woman with the issue of blood. What did she say? She said, what does faith do? It can't be just here. You have to be start speaking. I will be speaking. Let's put the next verse. Let's put the next verse. Because yeah, yeah. And Caleb, you know, he is about to conquer. You see, he wasn't afraid of the giants. Uh, half breed, half demons, half human being. You know, that's what the giants were. There were angels that came down, have sex with women, and they create half breed people. That's what giants are. This is, this is he, he, because you have to say it. He said, then Caleb silenced the people, because the people were calling, saying, we can't do this. Because be careful, people around you who doesn't have faith. Sometimes you need to silence some people around you. If you're praying for something, and you have other people bringing negativity, say, hush. Can you fix my problem? Can you, give the, can, you, can you give me the money that I need to do this? So why are you coming here and, 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 and tell me God cannot do this? Talk to the hand. Oh, this morning you got to tell the devil, talk to the hand. Then Caleb silenced the people, silenced the people before Moses. And he said, what? He speak. Faith is not only here. Because when you start believing something, you start talking about it. When you believe something, so something happened deep inside of you. You say, man, I can, by the grace of God, we will feed 10,000 people in one day in Jesus' name. I believe it. I believe one day we'll pay, we'll pay medical debt in Tokoa. Oh, you say, Pastor, you're arrogant. Yeah, you can say whatever. I, I believe once Christmas... We're going to send a check to that hospital. We're going to see who has bills. We're going to pay every medical bill in that hospital. Oh, yeah, you can say I'm arrogant. I'm speaking faith. I believe one day soon we will be able to buy cars to give to single, single moms. Oh, hey. Come on. Start, start, start saying it, whatever you, come on, open your mouth and say it. One day, you need to say, that depression is not going to be upon me. That anxiety has got to go. You need to say it. Let's put that next one. Let's put that next one. We have another one. What do we have here? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Paul, 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 Paul. Because you can't say you have faith and you don't speak. That's a level of faith. Because people, when they don't believe, they don't say it. Because remember, what, what, what's the cause of them not saying it? Fear. I'm teaching this morning. In Lystra, there was, there was a man who was lame. 
He had been there that way from birth and never walked. He listened to Paul as he was speaking. Paul looked directly at him. Saw that he had faith. Paul looked. Sometimes I can see faith. You know, that oh, they believe. But look, because faith is tangible. He saw the guy had faith, and he said, did Paul just look at him like that? And then he said, he said, get up. No, no, no. Did he? Did, did, did he just concentrate and focus hard? Concentrate hard, concentrate hard. But for, for faith, for the action to take place, for something to move, come on, raise your hand right now. That child's coming home. Whatever that child is running away from God, it's coming home. It's coming home. You're going to get healed in Jesus' name. Oh, you're going to get healed in Jesus' name. You're going to get that promotion in Jesus' name. Oh, God's going to fix that marriage in Jesus' name. Oh, yes. And he said, stand up. Get up on your feet. He has to say it. Faith. You have to give voice to your faith. Because that's what the enemy does. How does the enemy put faith, fear on you? What does he do? How, how did, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not bashing COVID. I'm not saying that about COVID, please. I'm not in politics. No. no. But how did, they, how did they make people scared of it or everything? The media. And now, now the guy said yesterday, he said, oh, oh, something. Let me get out of this. <laughs> but communication, that's how the devil does. When he first attack you, it's by speaking to your head. But it's the same way too, because he knows. How did Amy defeat uh, Eve at the Garden of Eden? What did he say? Eh? Did the serpent just look at Eve? No. He spoke. Oh, you need to look that devil in the eye this morning. He said, devil, in the name of Jesus, walk to that child's room, kick the door open, and say, in the name of Jesus, I speak to every addiction in her life, in his life. I bind you right now to let her loose, to let him loose. You speak that over. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say amen. amen. Faith. You have to speak. You have to speak. You can't just hold it back. You have to speak. Somebody say amen. Somebody, somebody say hallelujah. Sometimes faith will make you arrogant. Last thing. Jesus rebuked the demon. You, may, you can stand on your feet. Come on, stand up on your feet. The, the word that, that the Bible says, Jesus rebuked the demon. The word rebuke means Disapproval, reprimand, it's a harsh word. So, the faith that God plays with, it's a faith that's in, it's the same way you accept it's something you don't accept. Faith can receive and faith can reject. 
something in your life you need to reject. Say, I don't want this. Lord, I don't want this thing in my house. In the name of Jesus, I commend this thing to leave my family. In the name of Jesus, I break the back of poverty in my life. Some of you, oh, Pastor, talk about, no, no. God can bless you. I read three, four, five people this week fasting. While they were fasting, they became millionaires. One guy, he was fasting. God woke up. He gave him a dream to create uh, the toothpaste pump. He was, he's a Christian. A pastor was fasting in Kentucky uh, that's years ago. He was fasting. He needed money. Guess who showed up to the church? He, the guy said he was driving, and something told him, go to that church. Kentucky Fried Chicken guy. Kyle Sanders. What, what's his name? What's my KFC people at? Yeah, because I'm struggling right now. I just see an image of KFC. Oh, Dre, don't do this to me, man. Oh, Lord. I see that ball of chicken. Oh, the mac and cheese. Stop. Hey, are we puking right now, Jesus? Eh? Lord, help me. Man, Jerry messed my servant. So the guy was fasting. He was fasting. And then and 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 like he showed up to the church, sit in the back. And after service, he wrote and gave him $1.5 million check. He was in a fast. Come on, raise your hand right now. Some of you need breakthrough. Please stop putting a limit on God. Say, God cannot bless you with your money. Stop, 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 stop. Because some of you are so religious that you don't play about money. No. That angel that showed up to my family, and today I'm here, mom was praying about money. He was praying about God to bless her. But what did she do with the money? She helped the church. She built school. Because some of you, wants money is to show off. Well, if God bless you, you need to help people. Come on, raise your hand right now. God will bless you with purpose, not to be arrogant. Come on, raise your hand right now in Jesus' name.